You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. All right. What's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. Hey, this is Marcus and Eddie. We're back. This is the Average Sports Guys, Average Sports Guys podcast, yes. episode 19. Yes, in a way, eh? Yes. So today is Saturday. Uh, Saturday. The 28th? Today is the 28th, bro. Man, yeah. So we normally record Tuesdays. Uh, there was some scheduling stuff, so here we are. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, we're still bringing you a weekly show. Yeah, man. And... Um, so we will just jump into recapping week three um, around the NFL. Yeah, man. So I'll just run down the scores list. Um, so the first one I have is Panthers over the Cardinals, 38 to 20. Um, yep. That game, well, the little bit that I caught, I wasn't. Like I really wasn't moved one way or the other. I mean, it's Cam Newton and scarves and hats before the game. I mean, I mean, it is Although a win, he but play. he didn't play. No. What? No, no, no. He was out that game. Wow. There was a foot injury. Uh, he's, I think, out this week too. Who's our backup? Oh, I forgot the guy's name, but he did clown him though because there was a uh, a quote and it said something about. Oh, with the backup where he. Oh, I guess that was, that was the backup. Okay, so yeah, where, he, yeah, where yeah. he sat there and was like. uh Oh yeah, um, I'm not about headscarves and hats and fashion. I'm about winning games and something like that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. I cool. was dying laughing. And then um, next one I got uh, Cowboys over the Dolphins. I think everybody's gonna take their turn with the Dolphins. But here's my thing about that: you would have thought they would have put up more points, and they didn't because teams were hanging like forty on them. Well, the thing is, so yeah, Dolphins only scored six points, right? Right. But the first was it quarter almost first. Oh, half. it was tough. They kind of hung with them. They hung with them a little so bit. I, was I like, said, "Ooh, yeah, I would have died laughing if, 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 if the Dolphins." Oh, would have got that one. I would have cried. I'd have been like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, Texans over the Chargers, twenty-seven twenty. Yep. Um, let's see, Lions over the Eagles. That was a tough one, twenty-seven twenty-four. Yeah, dude. Which was a winnable game. For it was a hundred percent winnable game. Like, if you don't mind, um. W- it was tough because the biggest criticism, and I'll touch I'll touch on some of this now and then some of this later, about the team going into this season with Carson Wentz coming back healthy, was that, oh, this team doesn't play as well under Wentz as it did Foles. But there's one caveat to that. Who set up Nick Foles for that Super Bowl run, number one? Number two, um, it's not like Carson Wentz isn't, putting us in positions to win because in this week um there were three drop passes for 21 points that would have won us the game number one that miles sanders fumble was a problem um nelson aguilar with the catch fumble that was annoying um i mean then our sega whiteside dropped that our sega whiteside yeah he was one of the guys that dropped the um that that dropped the pass in the end zone would have been a game winner dallas go to drop the the pass for the game winner right right, right. and that was like a little out route right and then aguilar he dropped the pass that would have been a game winner so it was one of those things where carson wentz isn't the problem i would even say the game plan wasn't the problem because we did run the ball it was just execution it was just execution at the end of the day um our secondary was getting torched by Stafford. We couldn't get any real pressure on him. Um, we did have some big plays here and there, but overall, 
penalties killed us. Um, offensive PI was a problem. Yeah. Uh, with the push off with Jet, with yeah, Darren yeah, Sproles yeah, yeah. and a, a couple of things like that. Well, at first, so so when it happened, because Sproles caught that ball, he caught the ball, and then I was like, damn man, what a catch! And right. then uh, when I saw the replay, the flag, yeah, he, or no, because they challenged that one, right? No, it was a flag. It was a legit oh, flag because yeah, the, yeah. the judge was right there on the That's line. That's right. Yeah, it was just during the play. I, I didn't see it at first, and then when they showed the replay, I was like, ah, they got him. Yeah. yeah. So that was a killer. That was a killer, and even in Jason Peters going out for like half a quarter, um, he was he was feeling ill. And oh, yeah, and then yeah. Andre Diller filled in, and he got rolled up on, and then Peters came back in the uh, came back in the game after I they probably gave that man that's a big man they probably gave him a double IV. Right. They said we need you back in the game, and he went back in the game. Um, Howard had a had a decent game. We did run the ball more through him, um, which also helped us to set up, you know, the Green Bay game we're gonna talk about in week four. And I mean, granted, Aguilar did have two touchdowns. Um, Howard had that one running touchdown, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, we left points on the board. And oh yeah, yeah it's it's one of those things, like you said, execution. We got to catch balls. I mean, when the ball hits you in the hands, you're, oh, it's ex- inexcusable. you're expected to catch yeah, 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 yeah. it. So I mean, it was it was one that got away from us. That was our home opener. We dropped that one, but um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens in the future, and we'll get more into that in you know the second half of our show. Yeah. So continue with the scores. Um, Rams over Browns, twenty to thirteen. Um, I was looking forward to that game, largely unimpressed. It yeah, just was kind of. Eh. Um, yeah, and it's like one of those things where it's getting that it's it's getting to that time where we're starting. Well, we should start to expect to see a lot of rumblings from that locker room if they don't come up this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Because don't they have the Ravens this week? Uh, yep. Yep. So if they don't win this game, whoo. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's not well, and I think part of it is on fans, media, pretty much everybody outside of the league. Baker Mayfield's mouth. We saw well that too. <laughs> that definitely doesn't help the cause. But yeah. Um, what I was gonna say is like us putting that expectation on the Browns. I mean, people were stamping them as soon as they got Odell. Like, oh, we're going we're division winners. Da, 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 da. Favorites behind the Patriots to you know to come out of the AFC for the Super Bowl. And I'm just like, hold on, they haven't played a game yet. Right. I mean, I didn't. I didn't quite put them that far. I did predict them. I believe, and I had to go back and listen to the like pull up the tape. But um, I think I had them around ten and six. <laughs> Which I think would be a huge improvement. I ha- yeah, for them. ten and yeah, honestly, and that's what my thought was: was ten and six, nine and seven. Yeah, that type of situation. Just because you have a like the biggest thing, especially when it comes to the playoff, is head coaching experience. And right. if you don't have that, you're you're not you're not going to do much. Yeah, yeah alone yeah, you make it to rare. So. It's rare. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I just thought that they would, as far as offensively, I thought production would be um, more high powered, almost kind of like the Chiefs. Um, right, and it's been. I mean, it's been a pretty big Odell show. I mean, he's been catching huge passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But, um, you know, I did expect the, uh, the Rams to win that one anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, Cooper Cup, let's go. Yeah, man. So, uh, Colts over the Falcons, 27-24. Right. Let's go, Jacoby. Jacoby Brisket. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Uh, Saints over Seahawks, um, 33-27. That's uh, a, That was a tough game. Yeah, it was. Um. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I was I was happy for Teddy, Teddy B. And that's the thing. It's like people were like, I mean, granted, you you are playing behind a legend that is D- Drew Brees, but mm-hmm. Teddy is no Slap. bum quarterback. Like yeah. this dude can play. 
I mean, he um, was balling out in um in Minnesota. Minnesota. He was doing his thing in and Minnesota. Then he just so snapped his leg. And right. So it's like now that he's actually got first team reps, he's he's looking decent. So, I mean, for our predictions next week, talking about them playing the Cowboys, oof, that's gonna be a good one. That's yeah, they're playing in New Orleans. I'm pretty sure. Correct. So yeah, yeah, and and so we'll get into that. But I had to give my picks to uh, my coworker. We always do this thing every week. It's just pick them mm-hmm. and. Um, that one was tough for me because I could see it going e- either way. Right. I think if Drew Brees was there, I would have given it to him no matter what. No but matter again, what. We'll, we'll get to that on the on the second half of the show. Um, Chiefs over Ravens, thirty three to twenty eight. Yeah, um, that was a good game. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, I predicted that outcome, not the score, but the outcome. Oh, me too. Forty um, Niners over the Steelers. I think people are going to have their way with the Steelers all season as well. All season. Twenty four twenty there. Yep. Um, I caught a little bit of that on the NFL Red Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it was just another. Eh. It was just a yeah, game. Just a game. Uh, let's see. Patriots over the Jets, thirty to fourteen. Yep. Um, I didn't really see much at a Le'Veon, although, I mean, give credit, like, everybody, when they think Patriots, the first thing you think of is Tom Brady, right? But their defense is good. Yeah. I their defense is good. It's like, I, I, even watching them in the playoffs last season, I'm just like, who are, the, number one, who are these guys? Right. Two, they're laying wood. Yeah, like, they, they, they don't are. care. No. Nope. Like, they're going to blow you up and they're, do what they, they can. They're flying around. I mean, granted, there's some players in the secondary that I do know, um, like uh, Patrick Chun and all those guys. Yeah, McCordy. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're just literally top-tier secondary yeah, yeah, yeah. players. But at the end of the day, I mean, th- that line, I mean, I was just like, Jesus, th- these guys are nasty. Yeah, they are. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's no surprise there, Patriots. Um now Bears over the Redskins. That was a Monday night um, debacle in yeah at home for the Redskins. Right. Um, final score thirty one fifteen. They were so the Bears were up twenty eight nothing at halftime. First of all, I've I've said it over and over again. I do not like playing on prime time. The Redskins. I think going into that game were one in seven or one in eight on in primetime game or Monday night games at their home stadium. Right. But I think overall it was like one in 17 or some shit. Like right, right. Just consistently lose. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm not one to believe in curses. Like, you know, I've talked to people on Twitter, Redskins fans and stuff, and, you know, the team's curse, whether it's the name. Or I wouldn't say all that, no. Yeah, because Snyder owns it. Again, I don't believe in all that. Me neither. Um, because – there's too many factors, too many variables, too much to go on to even. Yeah, I mean, that's that's no. Yeah, stop so it. We just, um, I thought that first defensive series we showed well. Um, you did. It was good to see like Montez Sweat. He got in, right. um, chased down. Uh, what's it? Trubisky mm-hmm. got him. So that was good. I mean, fan base was writing him off after two games, talking about he's a bust and all that other no, stuff. No, it's and I'm a, like, I mean, look at Derek Barnett when we first got him. He wasn't. Right. I mean, granted, you know. He wasn't all that yet, but he was still, you know, causing pressures and doing things like that. It takes time, is my point. Well, yeah, for sure. And and but there's a lot of factors in that. Right. I mean, you got to think you're adjusting to the actual speed of the NFL. hundred percent. You're adjusting to better overall talent on um, as far as the linemen that you're going against. Right. Um, scheme is another thing. Mm-hmm. Coaching and then just the natural developmental process that has to take place. Absolutely. So I get it. I mean, I can tell you this, if we came out of the gate two and oh 
mm-hmm. and Montez still didn't have a sack or any mm-hmm. like meaningful, impactful plays, mm-hmm. nobody would be talking about it. But it's like any other sport, any other team. Once you, excuse me, once you lose or you start losing, they start pointing the fingers at everything, yeah, and everybody. everything is gonna you know be an issue. So right. I don't worry about it. And also that one game against the Bears and that sack, that doesn't mean he's arrived either. No, uh, I mean he he would tell you, coaches would tell you, he's got work to do. But right. I mean, don't write him off. Don't write him off. It's too early in the season. I mean, it's like I said, players like that. It's gonna take a little bit. Like I expect to see more flashes of him in the back end of the season, leading into next year. Right and. But having said all that, and, and, and I did say scheme and coaching and, and things of that nature, right. um, I'll get into it when I actually like yeah. break down the game on the second half and you, you know, you'll go over the Eagles stuff. But yeah. um, there's something to what's going on in Washington and these players because when they leave, a lot of them tend to do well. Very well. Um, and I'm, speaking of sweat, I'm going to – talk about who he basically replaces Preston Smith mm-hmm. who's in Green Bay yep. who's having a year so far again oh he's doing very well he's he did, he three did. three or four games in yeah. but you see the big difference so mm-hmm. so we'll get into that so moving on um Vikings over the Raiders I don't think anybody was surprised maybe just Oakland uh, <laughs> 34 to 14 right um Let's see. Jags over Titans, twenty to seven. Let's go. That was a good game because there was the Gardner Minshew um, hype and and all that Dude, stuff. Dude, he he actually took a picture and put it up on Instagram, but of him and Uncle Rico, and like a side by side because they look very similar. Oh, and it was okay. hilarious. Yeah, he. Um, I mean. The energy that that dude brings is just funny. It's like, it's hilarious. Like, you, how can you not support this guy? Well, again, yeah. I mean, it's obviously sucks what happened to Nick Foles. It does. You know what I mean? Um, I think if all goes well, he'll be back towards the end of the season. Right. But um, he plays loose, Minshew. Like he just right. plays loose. He's out yeah. there, like doing his thing, having fun. And ultimately, that's what it's about. Uh, and you the, saw the Jags' defense step up big time. Right. And it's like the only bad thing about that game wasn't even the game itself. It was Jalen Ramsey talking about, uh, you know, um, I think we I should still part ways with the team. And you know, this is after the fact, of course, but I want to part ways with the team and I still want to trade and all this other stuff. And I think hopefully they will get a trade done uh, right before the deadline. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we put in a, a, a heftier bid in for him because we do need a corner, and I was going to talk about that in the next part of the show. But, yeah, so, I mean, good game, though. Yeah, I mean, my thing with Jalen Ramsey is, I don't know, like, again, I'm all for players getting their money. I'm all for Player players, mobility. like, all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, just if, play the you're, game. if you're under contract, like, just play the game. Right. I mean, to me – bitch cry and moan in the off season so they can offload you earlier you know what i mean but you 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 wait till now and there was rumblings i think even last year and in the off season it was of, like of he was wanting he was fed to up. go somewhere else and he wants so. to contend it's like everybody gets that nobody wants to waste their lives on a team that i mean because after a certain amount of time you know money's no object right so everybody wants to be in a position to win but there's a better way to go about it no no, no for sure i mean don't you think everybody would want to be on the patriots or, or whatever like Absolutely. everybody wants to win yeah so i mean i don't know we'll see how that develops i think They'll get a trade done, but so it's going to be the organization having to feel the exact same way he feels about them, meaning, all right, we're done. Just get the heck out of here. Right. And then I think they'll come down off because I guess right now it's like two first round picks is what they're. Yeah, they for. want two first round picks, which is which is what they're not going to get. Right. Um, I can see maybe getting a 
first straight up or a first and a third right. or something like that. But And then there was also a caveat about money. But I think a report dropped yesterday that he's willing to take, obviously, less money to play for a contender because at the end of the day, most contenders don't have that much cap room to begin with. Right. So. Yeah, well, and then there's certain organizations, a la the Patriots, that's just not going to give you that. They're not going to give you any money. It's going to be like this. You're going to get this minimum, and you're yeah. going to take it, and then we're going we're gonna to take this ride with us. Right. And so, I mean, we'll see how that goes. Uh, so, yep, Jags over Titans. Uh, Packers over the Broncos, 27-16. Another mm-hmm. boring game for me to watch. Poo-poo. Um, I just sound negative this past week of football like it was just and it wasn't but there just wasn't though like there wasn't enough flashes we can say that right it wasn't like there wasn't enough like flashy moments in a lot of the games and it was just like meh yeah so there was that um bills over the Bengals, 21 17 the bills are rolling the bills are rolling until tomorrow until sunday yeah because (laughs) because they played new england yeah so New England will go to four and zero, and here's the deal: it's like they were talking reckless, like their whole fan base is talking reckless. Like, yeah, we're about to smack these pads. You haven't played us before. Relax. This yeah. is literally the Patriots, and they have owned you for how long? Right. Forever. Relax. Yeah. Chill I out. mean, I would say this, and I don't know the Patriots' schedule the rest of the way, other than the fact that we play them in a few weeks, and so that's we just get them eventually win. on the back end of the season. Yeah, that's just another win for them. But I feel like right now, mm-hmm. with all that's going on, if there's a team that could sneak up and take one from the Pats, it would be it would be the, the Bills. Bills. But that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because also, if you would have just went into the game quiet, it would have been, I think it would probably would have been more of a chance. But now that you came out talking trash. But was it the players or just the fan base? It was some of the players and then mostly the fan base. But still. Because if I'm the coaching staff, I'm I'm shutting all that down. putting hands on players. Yeah. You talking reckless like that. Like, wait a minute. You know, we're not playing the Redskins. This is the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, It was a, I forgot what player it was, but it was a player that came out and said, well, you haven't played this Bills team yet and yeah you don't want that Baltimore material because now they're like okay well now I'm going to shred you and right. on my fantasy team guess who's starting at quarterback Tom Brady, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah just for that reason yeah man so and then the final game one I found more interesting in a slop fest of a game was the Giants over the Bucks mm-hmm. uh, 32 to 31 um my now, man Daniel Jones yeah so old Oh, Danny J got in Danny, there. Danny Jizzle. Let's so, go. So, yeah. So, I mean, the Daniel Jones era has begun. Yes, um, it has. Up in New York. So, we'll see how that is. We have them Sunday at 1 o'clock in mm-hmm. New York. Um, now, they won't be with uh, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Huge injury. Um, I guess, was it four to six weeks or something like it's that? It's four to six weeks. So, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um I think they were able to, they meaning the Giants, were able to kind of do something with the Buccaneers because, A, I just don't think the team is that good. But, B, there's really no film on Daniel Jones. I mean, he played well in the preseason, Mm -hmm. and and we've covered that. But um, it's just like... A new pitcher or a new a new batter, right? Right. Um, if there's no tape, you don't have anything to study. Right. You don't and, know what he's going to do. And that's the thing. Like, uh, you look at Juan Soto with the Nationals, right? There you go. Obviously, I'm a homer. But start of the year, nobody knows, okay, this dude, you know, crushes fastballs high and in or, you know, low and away. So you want to pitch him, da-da-da-da-da. So it's the same thing. And, and it's the same thing, you know, basically in, in, in any other sport. So right. I think if there's a week, and we'll get into the predictions, but if there's a week the Redskins can get right, I think it will be this week. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so 
I mean, I would say this. Good on the team for rallying around the fact that Saquon was out and they were able to come back. Absolutely. And, and do some things and pull out a win. Yes, sir. Um, and, yeah. So, I mean, good for them. I don't know what's going down in Tampa. Uh, Jameis is not it. Um, they they I don't know why they aren't just laying crab legs on this man's like locker or you know hanging him from the goalposts you know keeping him in the stands. If I was a Bucks fan, I'd be dressed up as a giant crab or a giant crab leg, right by the goalpost. But you just so I can you know encourage this man to do what he needs to do. No, but you have to be in a store. He has to be able to take you. Like, he he don't want what's given to him. He wants to take it. He wants to just take it for free. <laughs> Matter of fact, next time y'all need to just go ahead and say, "Yo, we will drive a cool bean, a cool stack on some crab legs if you can get this W for us." I'm and I'm definitely. sure there's some people listening. Like, what do they keep talking about when they talk about Jameis Winston? Yeah, so it was back when he was in college. Yeah, man. It, uh, where the hell did he go to college? Is it Florida? State? It was Florida State, and he went literally to w- the Publix, which w- is a grocery store down yeah, in went Florida. To, yeah, went to Pub- yeah, Publix, and just walked in, grabbed grabbed some, some crab, crab legs, legs, and, and just walked, walked out. out, and this ain't nothing to nobody. <laughs> And I was like, hold on, you got to pay for that, bro. Like, you can't be doing stuff like that. I don't care where you are. I remember they there was the, somebody had photoshopped some the crab legs. of He was holding a trophy, but they <laughs> the photoshopped crab leg those arms. crab legs. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they didn't let that go for a while. Oh, nah. No, but back to him. No, I, I think, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just so hard. Like, I sit and I watch it because you, you saw flashes here and there. Um, same with Mariota, and, and I bring him up because they both came in at the same time. But I also think he might have issues with leadership because he's like a weird dude. Like he, you can tell he wants and tries to be a leader, but I think he tries too hard. Like even the situation when I think Deshaun Jackson knew he wanted out of uh, out of uh, out of Florida was you talk about when he was giving the pregame giving a pregame you talk about yeah eat a W and you just see Deshaun Jackson's face. He's like what. Yeah. yeah, eat a, eat a what? Yeah, but yeah, I just yeah. think he just does weird stuff like that a no, lot, and it, it just makes it hard for the team to like get behind this dude because you know you already got the rep with the crab <laughs> legs, and then on the back end you talk about eating W's and then just putting your fingers, fingers in your, in your mouth. mouth. Yeah, you're a grown man. Get your yeah. stuff together. Yeah, he. So. Um, I mean, God bless him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. Um, talent wise, like I said, I mean, I they're decent talent wise. I well, Mike Evans is legit. Of course, and I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, shout out to him because I haven't heard much of you don't anything hear, right. about him. Like nah. he's like a Larry Fitzgerald. Like right. he's not jumping up and down talking about get me the f out of here. I'm gonna just like, get this. I'm gonna just get these balls, get these yards, and do what I need to do. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm not part of it's because he's living in the Tampa area. And right, it's like super nice down there, which I'll be down there in two weeks. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But again, shout out to him because he just quietly goes about his business. Yeah. Um, I do see them moving on from Jameis Winston at the end of the year, though. Um, I oh think yeah, somebody else will be there. Right, same thing in Carolina, and mm-hmm. we'll get into it at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, I think this is Cam's last year. Yeah, because he only had that one good year where he was just literally like MVP status, lighting it up and doing mm-hmm. what he needs to do. Every other season, it was injury, distraction, more distraction, injury, him crying to the media, stuff yeah, like that. Just, so it's it's a mess. Yeah, it's just a show. Um. And depending on how they finish, uh, I could see Riverboat Ron being done, which I feel bad right. because that's my like friend's kid I grew up with in California. It's his uncle. Um, and, I mean, he seems like he couldn't be a nicer guy. But At the end of the day, you know, the regime changes. Uh, then they, they yeah, switch. Yeah, yeah, it happens. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, truth be told, if they let him go, mm-hmm. um, 
I wouldn't mind because there's gonna be major regime Ooh, change in Washington. I wouldn't mind that plug out there. DC coordinator, you know, uh, defensive coordinator. Put that plug out there. Yeah, man. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, we got a lot of season left. We do. But um, so those were the week three scores. The game that stood out to me the most, as far as entertaining, was the Jags and the Titans because I had to follow that that Minshew train. Yo, Minshew got some serious hype right now. Like I get it, it's super hipster to do that. But, yeah. I mean, I was entertained, man. And <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what to expect from him. Um, you know what I mean. I was like, man, we'll see what happens. But he was dropping dimes. He's a, he's a good quarterback. He yeah. Can throw. I mean, so again, there'll be more tape on him. Teams are gonna shut him down. Yeah. Eventually, They'll figure it out. There's a reason he was drafted where he was. Right. And there was all that crap about oh, six round, uh, Jim Tom Brady. Stop. That that's like Stop Tom Brady is that. once in a lifetime. Like, like I relax. Just, I cringe when people do that. Oh, now Tom Brady. If I'm wrong, no, stop I would love to be wrong, but right. trust me. It, it, in 20 years from now, Marcus, when we're still doing this podcast, we're not going to be saying, uh, yo, we saw that Gardner Minshew come up early. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we, yeah. he will never be mentioned with the greatest quarterbacks of Ever. all time. Nope. And that's okay. That's quite all right because you're in the league and you're playing quarterback. Like, that's fine. Right. Just get some mustache, shine gel, and 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 keep it. Yo, know, them, 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 you know, tri-colored headbands with the red, white, and blue, and, and get your game on with your Uncle Rico swag. Let's yeah. go. But. His his dad was so proud. Oh, I saw him I, in the stands. Oh yeah. Eighth. I mean, like I said, yeah, it's entertaining. Anytime he's on the field, I'm gonna find a way to watch it. Yeah. But that was my game of the week as far as like you know entertaining. The least entertaining game, the one that literally almost sent me to the hospital, was Redskins Bears, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the fact that you lose; it's the way you lose. Right. And like I said, I'm about to fire them up on the backside of the break. I hear that. Um, so. I was splitting my game of the week was um. Ravens Chiefs because it was just an overall good game. Um, yeah, it was solid. It was it was definitely a solid game. Um, you know, with Patty Mahomes doing what he usually does. Um, Lamar Jackson, even though he did get into some trouble, um, throughout the game or whatever, but they did lead in the run game with um, Mark Ingram, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just to me that was just one of the more entertaining ones, even though I was flipping back and forth. Mm-hmm. But well, but what that game shows me too. And anybody who's concerned about the Ravens, um, they can they can punch. They, yeah, I was gonna say they, they can, can punch. Hang. They can. And hang. I said it. I said it in the off season, uh, or you know whatever. You go, yeah, off season and and going into uh, training camp and all that was like, look out for the Ravens to be a decent team. Yeah, they can hang. Like they've like there's number one. Their defense is there's no need, nothing need to be said. Their secondary is stout. Like right, they, but like people not, people were poo pooing on them because like Weddle left and somebody else. No, and, no, no. That was that's a that's a tried and true system that they got out there. Like right. don't get it twisted. That's if they're if they're letting go of Terrell Suggs, if they're letting go of Eric Weddle, if they're letting go of uh, what I forget the other guy's name right now. Like there's a reason for it. They're not just walking away from them just because they have guys coming up that can fill in that spot. Right. So yeah, all, all 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 I was was correct. It was yeah. So it was just one of those things where you know, and all, uh, also on the flip side, um, with Lamar Jackson proving people wrong, he can throw the ball. He yeah. throws a pretty ball. That ain't him. That ain't him. He's that not. Him. He ain't doing a whole lot of running right now, even though he still will run. Oh yeah. But the the dude can throw. So just yeah. just stop saying that he can't. Yeah. To me, the Ravens are legit, and like Hollywood I said, helps too. there's no shame in losing to the Chiefs because I feel yeah. like more people than not are going to for the next however many years absolutely so to me the ravens um i still look for them to make a decent playoff run right and again long season to go um injuries barring you know 
So we'll see. As long as they don't suffer a bunch of those, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Um. So this is a good time to take a break. Yeah, man. And we'll get right back with you. Right back. We're back on the other side of that break. Yes, go. Let's go. All right. So we can, well, let's just do kind of like news and notes around the league. Right. And then we'll get into our week four predictions. And yeah. obviously, since it's Saturday, we missed, we didn't get this podcast in before the Thursday game. Um, so obviously, we'll we make just, picks for the rest of the yeah, week four. So yeah, that's man. That's fine. Um, you wanted to talk about Antonio Brown yet again. I'm sick of talking about him on this podcast. Yeah, like, dog, like, you're out of the league, bro. Like, you're out of the club. Like, sit on your couch, play Madden, and shut up. But, yeah, so there was a situation, again, with Antonio Brown where this dude, you know, after the whole debacle of getting cut by the Patriots because of the whole, you know, sexual assault scandal that, you know, that forced them to cut ties because in the end, I mean, when your owner – is also associated with, you know, a prostitution ring type situation. Yeah, it's probably bad for press to keep a guy who also has issues with women and keeping his hands to himself. So they went ahead and cut that man, and literally not too much longer after, I want to say between 48 hours, he said, oh, I'm leaving the league. You know, I'm not coming back to NFL. You know, I'm going to just do me. I'm going to do A-B, this, that, and a third. And then within another 24 hours, he's like, you know the game needs me, you know, I'm like the answers to the test, all this other stuff. And then Eric Weddle comes out of nowhere. I was like, <laughs> okay, um, relax, bro. Um, there's a reason you're out the league. And they just went back and forth. And then AB was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I remember that stiff arm posted a picture on Twitter. And Eric Weddle was like, at the end of the, at the, end of the whole argument, Eric Weddle was like, well, I got a game to get ready for. <laughs> See you later, bro. So it was. it's just one of those things where it's like, Honestly, we're sick and tired of talking about AB. Um, you're out of the league. You're probably not coming back. You are too much of a headache. And once again, we can make another shout out to Ryan Clark because he called this, what, two, three years ago. Because mm-hmm. um, he was in a locker room with him when he was with the Steelers. And he was like, the last thing you want to do is basically give this guy money. I'm paraphrasing. But he was like, AB with money is going to be a headache. And mm-hmm. what happened? Right. He got money, became a headache. And now he's out the league. But at the end of the day, you know, he is, you know, the first player with three jerseys on the on sale rack at Marshalls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In the NFL. So he can go ahead and, you know, take that take that accomplishment and, and stay out the league, for my opinion. I think he just just chill out. So. Right. Well, I mean, here's here's where I'm at with that. Um, to me, the Patriots aren't going to let you go for no reason. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So there may be more there than kind of what's leading on. Right, now, absolutely. Like, they I, found something out. I wasn't surprised. Um, I, I said it when when they first picked him up. Yeah, like, like, we should have put up some money on that because mm-hmm. we would definitely would have came up in Vegas because the line was plus 180 for uh, him being less than for playing less than 6 games yeah. with uh within and, a league. And I and and I gave him at most till week 6 I believe it was right. to to be out so that wouldn't even have been 6 games. Oh, we would have came up, bro. Man, <laughs> like but it's like you just you just you just look at it and 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 like I said it was the the TO thing. Well, you were the one that said it, but he's like yeah. I love me some me. Well, okay, that's fine, but 
it's a whole league. It's a whole team. Right. Um, and that's something else that Eric Weddle said. He's like, this isn't a me sport, bro. Like, no, right. it's, a, it's a team thing. Well, and like I was telling you before, so I, I saw some of it on Twitter, and then London Fletcher, uh, one of the Redskins greats, um, and I'll get into that. The Redskins, man. Yeah. Don't let me forget that. Yeah. Um, but London Fletcher pretty much tweeted, he said, basically the league is going to go on without you. <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly like, what's going to happen. Like There's too many players, too many fine. positions, too many people on the come up. So, And and the thing is, and I believe it was Mike Florio reported that I think there was two teams interested in potentially signing Antonio Brown, but they want to like all that legal stuff to like clear out and right. you know, whatever the disposition of that would be. Right. Cause it's, it's bad for business. It's, it's a bad precedent to set that this guy can do so much nonsense and then you're going to bring him in anyway, just because he can catch a ball. Stop right. it. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I think the best thing that could happen to him, assuming all that, uh, legal stuff is, is, you know, he's, he's cleared. I mean, um, and he's eligible to be back in the league, whatever. But I think the best thing for him is to sit for the rest of the year. Not him keep by his choice, but what I'm saying is him thinking he's so good. I mean, he is that good, but he is that him good. thinking that, man, I can I can go to any team and, and they'll, they'll want to sign me because I may be. No team even mess with him for the rest of the year, and he's just sitting there missing money because the Patriots didn't even pay him yet no they I didn't. think they'll end up paying him yeah the, yeah because they didn't even because they knew that I mean they knew something like this could have been on her on the horizon or actually was on the horizon I think they're just waiting they signed them obviously just because it's just more fuel to the fire of the fact that their favorites coming out the AFC but when some of that news dropped I felt like they're like all right cool we're just gonna cut you because we, we we thought that it might not may not I, we don't even know what the news is yet but I think there's something bigger coming down the pipe like you said that just forced them to cut ties so mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we'll see um we'll see how that all plays out but like yeah. I said I don't I don't wake up on Sunday morning getting ready for all these football games and once think about Antonio Brown no uh, It'll come up in the news cycle because that's just what that's what's popping know, right now. Yeah, but that's it. That's fine. I mean, like I said, maybe this will be a humbling experience for him. Who I knows? hope it is. Who knows? I mean, what a waste of a talent if he never gets back in the league and gets right. Complete I mean, waste. It's like, dude, for you shooting off at the mouth, was it really worth what forty five million dollars? Because right. you're going to get thirty from the Raiders, and then you had fifteen uh, for the from the Patriots. So was it really worth that much money? Ask anybody? No, it wasn't. No. Uh -uh. So there's that. Um, Melvin Gordon uh, holdout is over. Yeah. Um, have fun eating that. What was it? 1.7-ish yeah, uh, million? I think it was like 1.2. 1.2. It, yeah. it was more money than it, it should have been. It was more money than it should have <laughs> been. He lost, yeah, he, he lost a lot of money just to make a rant and say i don't want to come back i need my money and then okay i'm, ba I'm back guys we, we, we can play now. What? Right. So Obviously, everybody is familiar with, you know, the Le'Veon Bell holdout. Okay, it worked, quote-unquote, for him. Did it? No. No, because he ended he'll up never leaving $15 million on the table. He'll never be able to get that, uh, get that back. No. So, <clears throat> I, I don't think it was a win-win. I mean, I get it. Like, he forced himself out of there. Mm -hmm. But I believe his contract was up at the end of that year anyway. Right. He just sat out to avoid injury or whatever. I don't know. And at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure he had to sit down with his team, and they were just like, dog, um, you already lost over a million dollars. Is it worth losing more and then some to potentially not get as much money like Le'Veon Bell did? But here's the thing. 
old boy in um there's a running back for the Chargers is not doing too bad anyway. Oh, uh, was it Eckler? I think so. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it's Eckler. Yeah. The, the dude's a problem. I mean, he actually averages more if that's the guy. He averages he averages more yards per carry, per than, carry Mel- than than Melvin Gordon. Melvin right. Gordon is is more of a, you know, pass catching, you know, east and west type back that can do a whole lot of things and he's a he, I mean, he's he's a large dude, but right. at the end of the day, I mean, they didn't really lose a step without you though. No. So, I mean, yeah, is what it is. So, so I mean, I think Chargers come out of it looking good. Look great. He looks dumb. Yeah. Um, and you lost a whole bunch of money mm-hmm. in the process. Mm-hmm. And now, to me, you're fighting an uphill battle for playing time. So, I mean, we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, let's see what else around the league. Okay, so we kind of touched on Saquon Barkley yep. and his injury. Yeah, um, that sucks. At first, when it happened, it didn't look that bad. But I mean, most of those injuries usually don't. When you saw, when I well, saw when that man replay, when I saw that man limping off the field, I said, "There goes this season." But then again, they people's, stepped up and played. People's fantasies I mean, I mean, are screwed up. People's fantasies are screwed up. I mean, when I say "there goes the season," I'm saying there goes any game that they could have potentially won on his back. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think the world knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giants, Giants weren't scaring nobody. Yeah, they weren't scaring nobody. It was like, okay, yeah. stop, stop Squan, and then you should win the game, right. or or at least contain him inside the twenties. No, yeah, the 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 only playoffs the the Giants will get to would be against the Redskins for the bottom of the basement. <laughs> there you go. So, um, that was pretty much it. Other than that, I mean, it was pretty quiet around the league. There were some injuries in the Eagles-Packers game. Yeah. So um, l- why don't we just actually get into that? Um, so I'm yeah. sure everybody listening, you guys watched Thursday Night Football game like we Woo, did. I bet you did. Eagles got up on the Packers. Um, they got out of Lambeau with the, f- um, with the victory. I have a funny story. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so go ahead and break it down and all that. Let me start off with this. People need to understand that in order to win, you have to have a good coaching staff, top tier um, front office, and a good quarterback, and a good offensive line. And that's what showed up on Thursday. Um, they gl- they game plan well. They've been game playing well, in my opinion, for the past two weeks. Um, Doug Peterson is actually 5-0 and in Thursday night games. Let's keep it a buck. Um they ran the rock. Um, that was my biggest takeaway from this entire game. They ran the rock behind that number one rated offensive line. Um, what actually happened before the Thursday night game on Wednesday, um, I think Dave, uh, Dave Spadaro reported this, that the offensive line and the running backs had their own meeting talking about, okay, what gaps needed to be hit? Mm-hmm. When is it? When do you need to be patient? What, what can we do to get on the same page? And obviously that showed up against the Packers because they ended up putting up 176 yards total on the ground. 87 of that was Jordan Howard. Um, yeah, 70, I thought I thought he ran well. Yeah, 72 of that was Miles Sanders, and um, a little bit of that was Darren Sproles. But we ran heavy, heavy, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy, and I loved it because one thing that once they did have that meeting, I don't know if you're watching as closely as close as I was. Those holes were huge. Super oh, well, huge. Yeah. It was, like it was one of those things I where, like, I haven't seen holes like that 
and I hate to say this, since we had DeMarco Murray in the Chip Kelly offense with the spread offense and oh, all that, right. where he was running through huge huge holes and whatnot, but we, but oh, but nevertheless, you never hear about the Eagles putting up 100-something yards rushing on the ground ever. Mm-mm. And I think now we are on the same page with the run game, and we're going to see a lot more of it. So that was awesome. Uh, Wentz went 16 for 27 for 160 yards. I think that's still pretty good just because of the fact that, you know, he didn't put us in a position to lose. Um, he made great passes. He did have some issues on third and five trying to get it to Alshon Jeffrey with those quick passes that he needs to work on. Mm-hmm. That was another takeaway that I had that he had to work on. But overall, it was a side game from Wentz. Our run game was stout. Our biggest issue was our defense overall. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that too. Uh Aaron Rodgers, I mean, granted, Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's going to carve you up. Devontae Adams, before he left the game, he had, what, 10 catches, 100, between 160 and 180 yards? Mm-hmm. Insane. But it was one of those things where somehow, some way, Jim Schwartz, I don't know what you did in the back end of last season on our playoff run to simplify the defense and put us in the best position to win and lean on our strengths and – actually have the defense help us out with our game plan but last night we got well not last night but the other night we got destroyed on defense uh Aaron Rodgers was having his way he was eating us up um even Jones had spots um Mm -hmm. where he he did pretty well but most of those were like screen passes or or quick uh quick dump outs or, or things of that nature to where he's getting the ball in space and doing things but, um, yeah, overall, it was a solid game. Um, we did very well on the offensive side. I think our offensive um, game plan is set. I think having Alshon Jeffrey also did help out a lot. He did have a couple of catches. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he had a touchdown. Um, it's just a matter of getting his defense right because Fletcher Cox can't do it by himself. He's coming off of an injury. Um, he did flash a little bit. Most of our pressure right now, as far as our defensive line, is coming off of the edge with Derek Barnett because he did have that strip sack, mm-hmm. which was a huge play. Yeah. Um, Brandon Graham uh, getting pressure on Aaron Rodgers and staying at home and running after him uh, through, like with, through screen passes and things like that that they tried to the one that got shut down pretty much every time. Um, I think as of right now, until we can get healthy, our pressure will have to come from the edge, which is Derek Barnett and uh, Brandon Graham. Um what else? Oh, yeah. So there were huge injuries during the game. So, mm. you know, um, we took out – I mean, unfortunately, um, we took out Jamal Williams. Um, and you never want to see a player go down like that. I don't care what yeah. team they are, who you're playing. doesn't matter. Um, when a guy – when the, when progress is stopped and you have two defenders literally holding up a running back, the last thing you want to do is run in, lay some extra wood to, A, either get a penalty or, B, get a fine. Now, Derek Barnett did avoid getting a fine, but we did take a 15-yard penalty, which I'm pretty, which did end up in points. That started a drive that end up in, ended up in points, and I think that was another issue that we had during that game is that we were holding up relatively well until we had a penalty, and then they're just going off down the field and scoring mm-hmm. because we had them. We usually have them down in distance, like a third and five or third and seven, and then a penalty mm-hmm. would come, and then they're taking off running, and then they go ahead and score. So I think with our defense, we have to clean up a lot of those penalties. We got to come up with a better scheme versus just giving receivers cushion and letting them uh, letting them just run all every run all over the field, up in between, doing whatever they want. Because I mean, it's no secret. I mean, Jim Schwartz' defensive scheme is bend but don't break. We'll let you catch everything inside of the twenties, and then we'll shut you down in the red zone and force you to put up a field goal. 
that can't work right now. Mm. Um, we don't have the cornerback personnel to handle that. Mind you, we were rotating uh, Jenkins, um, Sandejo, and Cyprian in that, that slot corner at one point in the game because of the Maddox injury, mm-hmm. where Sandejo took out Maddox and, and, and gave him a concussion and, and actually got carted off to the field, which was horrible. Um, Fletcher Cox even went out the game at one point mm-hmm. towards the back end where, you know, you can tell his foot was bothering him, but ultimately had to come back in because, I mean, no, that's literally no pass rusher up the gut right. to, you know, to help stifle that, that Green Bay offense. Um, but once again, outside of the defense, overall, another huge takeaway that I can say from this game is that I don't care who you are or what, or what you think about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has shut down a lot of the hate. Um, that nonsense with, you know, well, Carson Wentz, the team doesn't play better under Carson Wentz as they did Nick Foles. Like I said in the beginning of the show, who set up the Super Bowl run and what happened in Green Bay? Mm-hmm. Um, well, go ahead. Well, the thing is, so I think a lot of that stems from the fact that, yes, Nick Foles was the one that got you, what was it, the last three games of right. the season? Mm-hmm. And then that whole entire playoff run. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be that thing of oh well the team responded again i think a lot of fans and media again with the the 24-hour news cycle is it's like what have you done for me lately right and it's it's like you said if you stop and think wait a minute like Wentz was having an mvp like season and the team was responding there was no issues now i do know going into that off season coming into uh, the next season, which would have been last year, mm-hmm. uh, there was the talk about, well, you know, Carson Wentz and, and like the team doesn't get along with him and this and that. And, you know, he was trying to force himself as a leader and, and all that type of crap and da, 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 da. The whole thing about that is it's like, I'm the type that I just let that, like, I don't even worry about that type right. of stuff. Like, you just let that be what it is. And, right. And, and again, there's people, and, you know, we call it clickbait or whatever. They just, they, they want a rise out of. And they want to throw stuff uh, out there. Out of something. Yeah, to see what you know sticks. What I mean? So it's like, oh, well, you know, let's talk about how well the team performed with Nick Foles. this quarterback versus yeah. that quarterback and da 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 and all that type of stuff. But, I mean, you have to think, too, it's. Every year is different. Every game is different. Right. Every team every year is different. So, right. you know, there's a lot of go back, Yeah, go back and look at those teams during the Carson or um, I was going to say Carson Foles during the Nick Foles run mm-hmm. and look at their personnel on defense. And, you know, we, we had we had all serviceable players on defense. Right. That Well, them like, yeah, the defense that you guys were going. Against, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then look at your offensive weapons during that time. Right. And then look at since. um Wentz took back over and, and how things yeah. are and, and all that. So that's why I say, like, I don't I don't get concerned with that because it's like he is your quarterback. He's right. a good quarterback. Very and good. And people can continue to sleep on him, meaning opponents, all they want. All he's going to do is rack up he's, wins. He's going to rack up points and carve you up. And mind you, that just thank you for bringing that up because Pro Football Focus has him rated as the third best quarterback in the league right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, Pro Football Focus, they're, it's, it's one of those organizations where they take in – everything all the stats so they definitely threw you know drop passes in that equation bad throws mm-hmm. all that stuff and he's literally but ranked by them as a third best quarterback in the league which says a lot about who he is as a gamer and to further extend that point um Carson Wentz is healthy he's a gamer and he's tough and I think mm-hmm. a lot of the nonsense that came up with you know his whole leadership thing 
I think, you know, he did make some changes. You know, he did change his leadership style inside the locker room. But more so this time, he's actually proving it on the field. Um, he's not he's not running to run as much. He's running the throw. Mm-hmm. Um, he's staying tough. He's hanging. He's still throwing the balls as he's getting hit. He's being that leader that we knew he can be and that he did show as in, in that playoff run. But I think we're getting a way better Carson Wentz version of Carson Wentz now than we did during the MVP run. Um, well, he's doing very, very well. Right. And, and truth be told, too, there's going to be the maturation process of yes. a man. And then as far as your skill development, um, you would think every year you're going to get better and better and better. He hasn't right. even been in the league that long. Not that long. So the thing about that is is he's going to learn – um, and he has learned because before I thought he ran recklessly he at did. times. He did. Um, which led to his him, injury, him getting banged up. Um, and then I also think that there was there was something there as far as Nick Foles being there. OK, cool. The city, the team, all the players are like, man, we got a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, but then there's Wentz and Foles like, mm, yeah, congrats. But right. It's like, damn. I w-. And it's not that he was jealous. It's now you kept Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, okay, the guy who just won the Super Bowl for our team, my team, is my backup. But if I don't perform well or deliver a Super Bowl, does he get put back in? Do I get looked at in a negative light? Yeah. And people who think these players don't watch that stuff. Oh, they watch all of that it. stuff. You're crazy. Yeah. Um, because especially the competitive edge, you can see it in Carson Wentz's eyes. Like he's just a competitive dude. Yeah. Um, and. So, yeah, that's that's only natural. That's only normal for those things to happen. But now I think just watching him this year through the three games, especially you guys against us, I got a chance to really look at him, is he's playing more loose, more free. Yeah. Because, A, it's another year in the offense. B, you're another year removed from your injury. And, C, you don't have Nick Foles behind you. Nope. So there, there really is that comfortability that you have and you feel secure in that position. And I just think he's just, just rolling. Yeah, so. he's just rolling. Um, uh, and going forward, I think we should run the ball more. Um, obviously, you know Jordan Howard. Another point that I want to make was trucking people. Mm-hmm. Outside, when he was hitting holes and there was a guy there, he was running through defenders. He's a scary dude, and he's starting to look like, you know, the third highest, you know, rushing running back since 2016. Like we knew he was when he got to this team. So. I'm really excited about that. But overall, it was a great win. This is a staple win because at the end of the day, after Lambeau, if we ever get in a tough spot um, with another team, which will happen, all we got to do is like, what do we do in Lambeau? Mm-hmm. We can do this. We can come out of this with a W. And I think this was just that staple win that every team needs every season. And it just happened to happen against the uh, the Green Bay Packers. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And so one last funny point before we switch over and start uh, talking about the Redskins. Uh, I saw this this meme on Facebook, and I guess some Eagles fans that were at the game in Lambeau Field, mm-hmm. and I started laughing because I was like, they always find a way to be assholes no matter where they go. Oh, so they I know where you're going. Shoe boxes and spray painted them silver, and they got the Philadelphia, Philadelphia cream cheese. cheese. That was dope. I, I was, was like, <laughs> let's go. I was dying laughing. Let's go. Like we find ways to irritate people in other cities, and it I love just, it. It was just funny. Yeah. Um. All right, so I spoke earlier on the first half of the show. Um, Redskins got completely embarrassed uh, Monday Night Football mm-hmm. in your home stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a lot going on there as far as um, 
just how dejected the fan base is. Um, and these players are still sitting up there in these uh, inter- locker room interviews and everything talking about we need the fans out there and it, it really means this. and that. No, no, no. Shut up. Shut up. And, and play. Because Josh Norman had just mentioned something the other day and he was just like, oh, you know, keep that same energy. You know, y'all's against us now and this and that and da, 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 da. And, you know, when things turn around, um, don't basically don't don't jump back on the ship. Shut up. Shut up. Like you were consistently getting burned every single week. Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, I'm to the point. Okay, keep them for the rest of the year because there's no point in in cutting them and just eating all that dead money. Mm-hmm. But um, he's sh- he's not trash because n- no player in the NFL is there by accident. Like, yeah, he's, he's all he's a good corner athletes, right? right. He's he's good. He's serviceable. I mean, I don't know what you do. I don't know if you move him to safety since he likes to st- damn near stand by the safeties to to cover somebody. The yeah. cushion he gives them it's insane. Is, is just ridiculous. To me, he's not a speed guy, although he's not slow. Right? No. So you you do something. I say, okay, we're we're having issues at safety. Try him out there and practice. See how that goes. D'Angelo Hall made the switch. Did well. Um, yeah, that's true. But and and I mean. A couple other, you know, players throughout the history of, of, of the game have done that. But for him to consistently get burned and then run his damn mouth and have any, like, dare to say anything about the fan base, like, he can kick rocks. I mean, he does great things within the community. Mm-hmm. He was down at the border, um, you know, giving those kids, like, backpacks and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and he's I a mean, good dude. I'm not questioning that at all. But when it comes to his play on the field and then what he chose to say necessarily like about the fan base like you can miss me with all that my thing is shut up play and if you consistently put a decent to good product on the field people will come in but they're fed up with the ownership yeah but the sad part of that is dan is not gonna just say okay you guys don't like me i'll just sell the team no um the ownership is horrible bruce allen is the worst so he's the team president, but basically is the GM, even mm-hmm. though they try to mask it and hide it by saying Doug Williams is a GM. Doug Williams doesn't do anything. He's a face. Like, he, yeah, he's, he's just a face. They try him out there. He sounds lost in anything that the media is asking him. I feel bad for him. Right. You have Jay Gruden answering questions that a GM should be answering. Yep. Like, it's just total dysfunction and just stupidness over there. Like, I'm, I'm beyond over it, starting with the front office. I'm perfectly fine with getting uh, getting an alert on my phone right now saying Jay Gruden is is no longer part of the team. Is fired. Minuski is no longer part of the team. Gone. Like I, I I would not lose sleep about it. And and it's like I talk to Redskins fans on Twitter. And part of like us being fans, that's our job is to get high and low and and all that stuff. But when you sit there and you're watching the total dysfunction week in and week out, it's not just the product on the field. It's the crap that goes on in the front office that if those that follow the team can see and it, it's just it, it just doesn't make sense and i had mentioned earlier there's something to players when we draft them and develop them but they end up leaving and they go somewhere else and shine i i said that with preston smith yeah he's he's he's, he's balling out he's, he's doing well in green bay and you have somebody like ryan kerrigan and montez sweat like 
they're not getting to the quarterback. They're not, and and I don't know what it is. And yeah, you go back and you look at it. Some of them are not executing on one-on-one matchups, so that's on them. But it just seems like there's so much confusion in the backfield, or, or excuse me, on on the defensive side of the ball, where like they're sitting there, they're looking at each other, they don't know what's going on. Um, they're moving late, and you know, go this way, go that way. They're sitting there doing this, like. It's just complete and, and utter dysfunction. The way I see it is I'm fine with Kevin O'Connell, our offensive coordinator, who, by the way, isn't allowed to call plays because Jay Gruden calls that shit. Like, wow. Elevate him to um, interim head coach. I, I can't remember if it was Craig Hoffman or somebody else, so I, I don't want to say who it was um, because I can't remember. But somebody had said it would be foolish to, or basically it's not smart to put Kevin O'Connell in as an interim head coach because he hasn't even called plays before. Who the hell cares? Right. There's been other uh, position uh, uh, coaches that have stepped in to be a coach and have done well. Right. So the way I see it is, like, I like O'Connell's mindset and how he thinks. I think he would get that offense rolling a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, again, we're decimated with injuries um, already, it seems like. Um, our offensive line is not that good. We're still not with Trent Williams. So, I don't know. People are clamoring for Haskins now. This is what happens when you're 0-3 right. with, with with a fan base or uh, with, with a team and an organization who hasn't been good since what the early 90s yeah there are people born after 1992 who don't even know anything about the redskins succeeding like it's just horrible having said that i will never like another team like they're my team but it's just it's tough it's just rough so it's like i'm just i'm over it um but again but just people want to put in haskins and and all that type of stuff i mean behind this line he's gonna get killed but then i'd look at it like he's if he's going to get killed, he's going to get killed. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, Until uh, you actually fix it. it. It could be next year. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, unless you address it and you have a good line. So, but the way I see it is, I think he's he will start against Miami. Um, and they're just going to ride out with him for the rest of the year. But I think if we lose to the Giants this weekend, Jay Gruden is fired. Bottom line. I was just about to say that. Like, clean house i think bruce allen is fired at the end of this year no matter how things shake out yeah. now, unless we win uh these next 13 games which ain't gonna happen like he's gonna be fired mm-hmm. and to me it should be i mean this is just this is ridiculous mm-hmm. anyway so all right that's it so uh let's go ahead and take another break and then we'll come back with week four picks all right <laughs> All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, final segment, we're going to do week four predictions. But before we get into that, yeah. we get fired up one more time. Yeah, man. So, Let's uh, go. So during that Monday night S show, <laughs> um, before it started, so they had London Fletcher, again, like I said in the beginning of the show, one of the Bruh. Redskins greats. Um, dude, was, dude was a problem, like I mean, legend. Yeah. I mean, he was a short tackler, leading yeah. tackler. Yeah. Um, just all around good dude. Yeah. Uh, so they inducted him into like the Redskins ring, ring of, of honor. Fame, ring of honor. Yeah. And they misspelled that man's name. How do you, how do you screw that? Who was in charge of that guy? Whoever like, it is needs to be unemployed. Unemployed. Like you had one job, bro. Like even one if you job, had two jobs. The thing is, hold on. It was on a video board, right? <laughs> so my thing is you probably had to type that into a computer. Right. Do we not like have spell check? Is there spell not- check? Not only that, like 
don't you have to check with somebody else before you finally finalize some shit and get some shit done? Like, I don't. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that hard. No. And nobody involved in that whole operation shit should be employed. Oh, that's I mean, crazy. And, and not only that, our PR director, um, Tony Wiley, he's been with the team, I want to say 10 years, maybe a little more. Yeah. He's leaving in October. Um, Throw his hands up. Yeah, to, to take a different position. Um, you know, so I wish him well. A lot of people gave him a lot of crap. They called him an a-hole and all this other stuff. Nah. I mean, he was a guy like he protected RG3 from the media that first year. Right. Um, like your job is to take bullets and that's what he did. So, yeah, um, he's the one. He's there. Like you see the coaches giving the press conference and you'll hear anything else. All right. That's it. But like he, he will cut it short. So, right. I mean, he he took a lot of bullets for the organization. So, um, I mean, it's just like a dumpster fire over there but mm -hmm. like you misspelled that man's name yeah like come on come on uh, so um here, let's just get into these predictions get these predictions <laughs> bro I, I fall over all right so these are our week four predictions obviously we already had my eagles packers situation already taken care of so let's go ahead and get into it so we have titans at falcons titans at falcons yeah I'm going with Falcons. Dirty Birds got to get it right. They got to get it right at some point. They got to find a way to get the ball to or continue to get the ball to Julio Jones. I mean, they have a good offense. They they legitimately do. They actually have a decent squad on both sides of the ball. It's mm -hmm. just execution. Like, that's just been tough, especially with tougher games. Um, We will – I mean, I want to lead towards Titans just because I'm a huge Henry fan. Um, He's one of those big-time running backs that you just get from the ball and get out the way. Um, hopefully they figure it out on offense. Defense is already they're 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 just a problem. Like they're just good. So um, it's I think it's a pick 'em game to tell you the truth. It can go either way. I'm going Titans with that first one. Mm -hmm. The next one is Redskins at Giants. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go Redskins just because I feel like you guys are gonna be pissed off to the point where you're going. All right, we can we can definitely take these Giants. Um, there's no Saquon Barkley. It's just Daniel Jones. Um. Hopefully, um, what's his face? Josh Norman gets his gets his head right. Uh, your secondary gets well, their communication together. I think you guys can get this game. I would love to see you guys get this game. Let's go. Right. So I'm gonna pick the skins because hell, at this point, why? Not? <laughs> um, the thing the thing is, Josh Norman, even if he has a good game, right? They don't have good receivers. They don't. So <laughs> what the hell does it matter? He can he can play up on him, um, so we'll see. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll go skins. I say twenty one twenty, like something yeah. dumb. Yeah, let's, let's run that some, or like twenty one seventeen, like, something like that. No, 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 seventeen. <laughs> that's that's a blowout. Twenty one to seventeen for us. <laughs> so I say oh, twenty one twenty. Blood pressure is sky high. Yeah. The rest of the hairs around the side of my head are going to fall off. <laughs> my beard will be gray. Oh, man. But we'll get the victory. Let's go. Next one, we have Chargers at Dolphins. Um, Chargers are putting up 45. Man, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> they dropped 45. I think the Let's Dolphins, go, Keenan Allen. I think the Dolphins, you know what? If there was a, No. They're not going <laughs> to win. Chargers all day. Yeah, let's go. Um, Raiders at Colts. Colts. My man, Brisket. Brisket. Let's go. Slow roasting them. Start that grill up, that smoker, that Traeger. Let's go. Get it done. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, next one we got Panthers at Texans. 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 Um, yeah. Cam, Cam's out another week. <laughs> yeah, he might they're, have a fashion show to go to, but that's about right. it. Their their backup I think is fine, but again, that's the thing with backups is they may come in good for one week and and drop wet it the, the next. bed the next. So yeah, no, I'm definitely going with Texans. Yep, we have Chiefs at Lions. Chiefs, Chiefs. they're hanging up 65. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a Ferrari that they're driving. Um, also, I did see like flash of LaShawn McCoy last game. Mm-hmm. Um, he did get a touchdown. So yeah. him under Andy Reid, that's just another weapon to you know that offense that they necessarily don't need. All right, um, Browns at Ravens. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to the Ravens. Um, I think that. Everybody put the cart before the horse with the Browns. Yeah, um, I think they have. Yeah, I think they have communications issues. I think that Odell will be Odell. They haven't really done much with Jarvis Landry. I mean, he's had a few intermittent catches, but he's not Jarvis Landry. They're not about to get off on this defense. No, and this defense, Ravens, and, Ravens. right? <laughs> this secondary is crazy. Like yeah. they're gonna shut all that down. Yeah. Um. So I have the Ravens. What about you? Ravens. There you go. Yeah. All right. So we have Patriots at Bills. Bills. Patriots. Stop talking trash. You you, you just Stop. literally just you <laughs> literally just sealed your coffin. Um, Tom Brady's gonna drop forty five on you. Oh yeah, uh, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, so I got Patriots in this one. Yeah, and where are they playing? Are they in uh, Buffalo? Uh, so it's Patriots at Buffalo. And and, at and Buffalo. honestly, Tom Brady don't care. No, I mean, they, they about to do the Macarena on the Bills. right, and they about to and you know what? They about to drop. You know, Patriots fans about to drive down that highway and show up there, buy up some tickets, and and laugh at y'all as they leave. The stadium. So yep. Patriots go to four zero. There you go. All right. So we got Bucks at Rams. 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 Um, too much offense. Cooper Cup. Um, everybody. Robert Woods. All those guys. Um, Todd Gurley. I mean, they got a good system. They'll be fine. Next one we have Seahawks at Cardinals. Ooh. I'm gonna go. S- they're playing in Arizona. Yeah, they're playing in Arizona. I'm still gonna go with Seahawks because they're. I don't think that loss sat right with them. Mm-hmm. Um, against the Saints. Oh no, it definitely so didn't. I think they're gonna come out and um, and light them up. I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game, right? But I think if there was ever an upset on the Cardinal schedule, I think that they it. could beat the Seahawks. But more than likely, it's not happening. Um, I'm just gonna lean with the Seahawks on this one, just because, like you said, um, who's gonna be there to stop Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, and Tyler Lockett? Um, I and just DK's not, no slouch. And DK, oh, that's right. DK is no slouch. So, yeah. Um, yeah. He's coming along. He's coming along. So, yeah, I'm giving this to the Seahawks. We have Vikings at Bears. I actually might watch this one. Yeah, I think this I is going to th- be a good game. It's a divisional game. It's a divisional game. I, this is going to be a good game. So, I'm going to have to watch this one and see how it turns out. I'll go. They're playing in Chicago. It's Vikings at Bears. So, I was going to go Bears. Yeah, I'm going to go with the home team. I think Kirk Cousins does what Kirk Cousins does. <laughs> He's going to do what he does, and he's going to give the ball away <laughs> right when there's not enough time to fix all that. Yeah. I say the Bears like, win. Uh, he's going to get a ball away with, like, between five and seven minutes in the fourth quarter. I'll even predict that <laughs> score. Something dumb. Let me see. I feel like 16. Now, let's say I say Bears 19, Vikings 16. Something mm, stupid. I was going to go 24 to – I was going to say like 24. I like 17 this week. I was going to say 24-17, something like that, Bears. 24, but Bears not going to score that much. Yeah. Only, only on us. I, I was going to – I don't know. I just had a you feeling that they were going to somehow – 
I just thought they were going to somehow figure it out because they haven't gotten the ball to Tariq Cohen, um, finding ways to get the ball to Allen Robinson. But I told you, when they get Trubisky out on the run, yeah, he carved us up. That's that's what, and that's but we've talked about it before. Like that's how you get Trubisky to do something. So literally play action pass the whole game. And if they run that same offense, yes, I could see him scoring twenty four points. Yeah, but either way, Bears at home. There you go. So we have Jags at Broncos. Mm, I'm going with Jags. the I'm going with the Minshew train. Yeah. Let's go. Choo choo. Let's yeah. go. Minshew choo. <laughs> yo, I need yo. They need, they need to make that a shirt and put <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine on the front. That's yeah, what they need the to do mustache. with the mustache, yo. <laughs> yo, let's you, trademark you that. It and sell it on the average sports guy. You heard podcast. it. Heard it here first. The choo choo train. Let's go. All, All right. right, so we got Jags. All right, so we got next. We have Cowboys at Saints. Ooh, is that here's the, the thing. Sunday night game? It's a. It is the yeah. It's the it's the eight twenty game. We're watching it. Oh, yeah. Um, my heart wants to pick the Saints, the Saints, but I think that run game is going to be too much of a problem with Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys. Um, their defense can but, do things. They do have Cam Jordan. They do have a lot of players that can play on that defensive side. But I'm probably going to take the Cowboys in this situation. So I feel like their offense, uh, the Saints' offense, will be slightly limited this week, uh-huh. um, because I think the Cowboys are just a better defense. Yeah, overall. Um, so I think they're going to give Teddy B some problems. Yeah. If the Saints win, I think it's going to be on defense. Either get some sort of a key turnover that turns into points, yes. pick six, um, uh, fumble recovery, something that's going to turn that because. Yeah. The way Kellen Moore has that offense running through through uh, Dak and Zeke. I in, mean, in misdirection plays, like there's a lot this year. And usually, you know, the historical offense that they've had for the past, what, three, four years is you see is what you get. Like you know where the ball is going. Right, because if you could take Zeke away, make Dak beat you now. It's not necessarily a, 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 a foregone conclusion that no, that's what you – it's not ones and zeros anymore. Nah. So, yeah, I, I'll go Cowboys, um, but – with the caveat of if they can, if the Saints can create to turnovers, if also if the Saints can put up points early, if early, they can do, if yeah. they can do that, then I think they have a good shot at winning. But if they don't do any of either of those two things, I'm giving it to the Cowboys. Yeah, because if they could put up points early, that might alter the game plan. The game plan. Yep. Um, and to me, that's what it is. Is that's why you strike first, punch them in the mouth, right, and then see what happens. Because really, I mean, nobody's nobody's really done that to Dallas this year so far. Jumped yeah. up early on them. No, I mean, we went up seven nothing, but that's just seven. Yeah. So. I mean that, and I also think they need to study that game tape from uh, from the Rams last year with the run game. They do have Alvin Kamara. They do have what's that? What's the, who's their second guy? Uh, their second guy's good too. I can't remember his name right now. Was it? Lati- do you have Latavius Murray? Is that who it is? I think it, I, I don't know. I gotta Google it. But yeah, they have a good run game, and I think they should definitely lean on that. And definitely, uh, hopefully, they were studying some of that Rams game tape from last year, right? Because they can be ran on. Yeah, man. So there we go. Um. Uh, the Monday night game we have the Bengals at the Steelers. What a sh- what a poop what show! I mean, this probably will be the like the lowest rated game or Monday night game. I see the I see the this is the chance for the Bengals, man. Yeah, like they can do something. I don't I don't know. Uh, this is a, this is another like like lose lose pick 'em situation. Are they I'm, playing in? So yeah, yeah, this is Bengals at Steelers. So okay, so uh. Both you know, are poop team. I'm gonna go with the home team. Uh, okay, I'll, you know, just I'll, and I'll just I'll just pick the Bengals just because I don't know. I think they'll find a way to. One like, of us will be right. One of us will be right. Or I think they'll that, tie. Oh yeah, or they'll tie. Yeah, <laughs> we already got one of those this season. So I think that I'm still thinking that the Steelers on offense are gonna find a way to lose. Um, oh yeah. So well, uh, yeah, uh, it is what it is. I mean, that's 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 my pick or that's our picks. So 
yeah so these are the game picks for week four um anything else you want to talk about no nah, man that's it all right cool so please 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 go to youtube um check out our website com. you know click the subscribe button and um, we picked up a few more subscribers this week um yeah so thank you for that thank you for that definitely um if you want i can't stress this enough if there's anything you need us or want us to talk about on the air please drop comments um on our youtube page under our videos we will or even on facebook or instagram or twitter please drop comments with questions and we will answer them on the show and not only that you guys can contact us on our website average sports uh, yes you can you absolutely can, you can message us through there yep um and yeah yeah that's what we got all right so that is a wrap for episode 19 19 dsc new wave all right we'll be back let's go